On this edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, we visit with a physical therapist to discuss the rapidly and emerging field of specialized medicine in the performing arts. We're going to be visiting with Dr. Dustin Jesperger, a physical therapist at Rush Physical Therapy in Oak Park. But first, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush has something you can't find anywhere else, the number one ranked orthopedic and spine care in Illinois. When it comes to diagnosing and addressing your pain, their team of orthopedic providers is focused on giving you the most effective treatments to help you feel and function better. And with access to their orthopedic and spine experts conveniently located in six Chicagoland area locations, it's easier than ever to get you back to leading a full active life. Visit RushOrtho.com to learn more and also to find a specialist. This episode also brought to you in part by Karen Malkin's new Protein Brownie Bar and Superfood Bars. Best tasting bars on the market, certified gluten-free, paleo, and no added sugar. Karen's Protein Brownie Bars and Superfood Bars available on Amazon and at KarenMalkin.com. I'm Steve Cashel, joined by our producer, Alex Soroka, and our guest, Dr. Dustin Jesperger. As a former professional entertainer, he has inside knowledge of all things show business related. He has an extensive background in performing arts medicine and has served as the physical therapist for numerous Broadway in Chicago productions, Ballet Chicago, Blue Man Group Chicago, and numerous touring and regional professional theater productions. So, Duxton, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, This is something new for us, a a great topic because we haven't discussed it on Sports Medicine Weekly in the past. So tell us and start with what is performing arts medicine? Yeah, performing arts medicine uh, is something that not a lot of people are aware of, even in the field of performing arts. It's a specialized field of medicine that can evaluate and develop treatment plans specifically tailored for common injuries that occur in performing artists. That can range from stress fractures in the foot to sprained ankles to tendonitis in a violin player. Um, I wanna focus though, I wanna make sure I give a shout out to all the the vocalists, all the instrumentalists, the drummers, uh, and say I wanna focus this conversation more on dancers because we could have a three hour discussion on uh, all performing arts medicine, but uh, we're gonna keep it short. Okay, good stuff. All right. Uh, yeah. Let me get you going with this. Um, how do uh, performing artists differ from traditional athletes? I think that's what uh, kind of we want to know because, again, uh, this is something different from us. So uh, take it from there. In my experience, the number one thing that dancers uh, differ is that they don't necessarily train like athletes or even sometimes think of themselves as athletes. So when I'm working with dancers, I like to uh, approach them and see, are they doing things that are common knowledge for uh, athletes, such as cross-training, having an off-season, taking rest breaks, and doing things other than their sport. I'm sure you guys have talked on this podcast about the importance, especially in young athletes, uh, to play different sports, do different things. Absolutely. Well, a lot of dancers, they just do the one thing all year round, and the medicine, uh, evidence is showing, and many smart people are saying, hey, let's put a pause on that. Maybe a basketball player could benefit from doing cross country could benefit from track taking an off season 
And a lot of dancers, they don't practice that way. They don't approach their craft that way because they're so dedicated. And often a lot of the injuries can be avoided by just doing those common knowledge things that athletes already do. What are some of the most common injuries that that you would see and treat um, on the day-to-day basis that would impact performing artists, um, you know, dancers, as you as you as you talked about? Um, that you know, talk about again what you would see, and then do we? Are there is there any crossover that we would see similar injuries in um, maybe traditional sports athletes, baseball, football, yeah. soccer? Uh, elaborate yeah. on that a little bit. Sure thing. Um, one of the first ones, um, any athlete that's sprinting is uh, prone to having a hamstring injury. And just about every dancer that I see has a history of some type of hamstring injury, either from uh, you know doing the splits, uh, doing a kick line. Um, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Rockettes having to kick their legs up that many times. Uh, over time, that can develop into a, a likely spot for injury. I was recently dealing with a, a plantar fasciitis on my own. I think I just self-diagnosed it. But is do we see a lot of common, you know, uh, foot and ankle injuries or calf injuries just due to the amount of time spent on uh, on their feet for these dancers? Yes, um, a lot of them are training so frequently and for so long as just part of their training, not even in performance. Uh, So they can commonly develop uh, Achilles tendonitis, plantar fasciitis. All of those itises that you guys are becoming more familiar with are uh, very common also in performers. Let's be honest. I mean, uh, Dr. Uh, Jessberger here, you know, the the, the feet get beat up, right? I remember, you know, I'm comparing it to basketball, Michael Jordan and these guys their feet just looked horrible after a number of games to begin the season. It's almost like your feet have to get in shape, but um, they yeah, get I... beat up in those shoes. But I mean, I'm thinking dancers, the, you know, even the little, the, you know, the bunions and, and little things that, you know, the calluses, the warts or whatever, you know, whatever you get on your feet that just, I mean, I would expect, think that was, that's extensive, right? You know, one of the uh, things that I'll have patients, you know, our, our average Joe patients come in and they'll, they'll always apologize uh, when I look at their feet and they'll be like, sorry if they're, you know, smelly or they look bad. And I tell them every time, you have no idea what I have seen backstage. I've seen missing toenails. I've seen broken toes. I've seen all those things that you've seen with athletes where their their feet are just mangled. And how do they how do they recover? I mean, let's say, you know, these people are doing a, a Broadway show or some performing art show mm-hmm. and you've got these dancers and you take it for granted. Let's face it. You know, they should be there every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't. Let's face it. The audience never thinks about them getting injured. You know, it's common for athletes no. to get injured, but I'm not thinking about Rockettes ever point a hamstring or an yeah. Achilles or getting beat up feet. Right. But this is pretty, pretty common and something that people probably don't think about. Right. Not only that, Steve, but a lot of them, it's kind of the culture to um, push through their injuries. And so when someone like me steps in, I like to think of myself at least as this, um, I'll commonly pull them back and be like, let's let's go through the history of when this started and why it's taken you so long to get the treatment that you deserve and that you need. And, you know, there's uh, there's financial problems. There's, uh, like I said, culture. Um, and then there's just a lack of knowledge that um, that people can help them. Um, and even to be fair, some of us in the medical professions, 
um, that maybe don't specialize in performing arts uh, can have very frustrating interactions with these performers by telling them take time off even though they need to perform to get a paycheck so this is maybe a little bit deviates from the topic but what is you know in term kind of off of steve's question here so let's say i mean it's my understanding that a lot of these performer performances and, and performing artists they travel so you may yep. have a you know it, they could be based in chicago but they may they may uh, tour around the, the united states and perform so um, again, a little bit different, but let's say somebody goes down with an injury and they can't mm-hmm. perform at a scheduled show. Like, is there a, is there a second in line? Like you being oh, in that yeah. world, what's the, I mean, roster like right. for these? So for people without a background in performing arts, the craziest position to do in a show and every show has one of these is something called a swing. Now in baseball, you've got your, your utility man, right? The swing has to know every single ensemble role, including where they're standing, what costumes they have to wear, where they change their costumes, who they're partnered with, and if that wasn't enough, they have to know all the different lines in the show, the ones they're singing, the ones they're delivering. It is an insane job, and they often will get uh, a few hours notice. Wow. How many swings would be in a show? About two. Jeez. Uh, Wow. So you'll have two uh, female and two male uh, swings. So speaking of, of male and female, what uh, what is the breakdown typically? Are there statistics in terms of representation by Ooh. by gender in um, in the performing arts? And I'm curious, do we see more are, are females more prone to injury or males? What's what's that like? Yeah. So um, definitely in ballet, it's uh, much more common. It's awesome. There are more females, of course. But it's also more common for them to get injured uh, because they're not doing proper things like eating properly because there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way. Um, So a lot of the injuries I have seen can be tied back to uh, lack of proper nutrition um, and also the culture of uh, the male dancers being more prone to just doing the things like weightlifting and doing the other forms of training. I need to uh, take a quick uh, time out. When we come back, I want to ask uh, Dr. Jess Berger the number one piece of advice you provide an injured dancer and how do dancers respond to a suggestion of taking time off. But first, oh, yeah. but first, JRF Ortho partners with orthopedic surgeons to improve the quality of life of patients by enabling them to have an active life through the generous gift of cartilage and ligament transplantation. Please go to jrfortho.org to learn more. Sign up to be a tissue donor at DonateLife.net. And Varicel develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit vcel, vcel.com. I'm Steve Cashel with Alex Soroka, our producer and part-time host, visiting with Dr. Dustin Jessberger. He is a physical therapist from Rush Physical Therapy. And so, uh, Dustin, what is the number one piece of advice you provide an injured dancer? They don't want to hear it, right? Take time off. Yep. All right, so how do they respond to a suggestion of taking time off? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's that that's the most common response. I can't. I don't want to. Uh, I'll have to ask my this person that person that next person for permission even though they're injured 
uh, and it's my most common piece of advice. You know, you probably need to take some time off. It's interesting. You know, we spent a lot of have a lot obviously a lot of conversations with Dr. Brian Cole and and his role as a head team physician for the Chicago Bulls. You know, he has a, a significant um, influence, I, I believe, on on you know communicating to the front office about the status of an injured athlete, their you know their rehabilitation, et cetera, and getting them back on the court. So. What is that like? Speak a little bit more about your role, and and if if the um, you know the ballet dancer comes to you and they're like, no, I'm not taking this time off. This is important to me. Is there a hierarchy? Who do you communicate with on a daily basis? That's maybe in charge of the performance. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask, so is there a medical staff? I, yeah, on top of what you're doing. Yeah, so uh, most companies have now seen the the value. Um, both financially and personally to de- deliver a better employee experience of hiring someone like myself and a team doctor who monitors uh, what's going on in terms of the more serious injuries. Um, there will also be athletic trainers often involved to treat on-site injuries that occur, your minor uh, aches and pains. Uh, usually my role is to treat the chronic injuries and then uh, – for anything that's not responding, we'll send them to the team doctor. Now, will you travel? Will you travel with them? Oh, there's PTs. That's all they do. Okay. Um, I, I'm a Chicago-based guy, so I stay here and uh, see the tours um, that go through the town. Got it. To wrap it up, uh, Dr. Jessberger, uh, what are the takeaways? What can you do for yourself to self-manage and prevent injury if you're a performing artist? Yeah, um, if you've got pain, I want every dancer, if you are listening – Thank you for listening, Um, but I want them to hear this one thing, and that is if something's wrong and doesn't feel right, don't feel like you have to hide it. And then, please, if it feels tight, it probably isn't. So stop stretching it because you're just going to make it worse. Go see a professional, and we'll help you get back on stage. Wait, that I want to. I don't want to just follow up on that point. You so you said if it feels tight when I have a you know when I have a tight calf. I'm hanging my foot off the stairs. I'm 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 stretching yeah. it constantly, but maybe this has been a problem for myself because uh-huh. I stretch, I feel better, but then it almost seems as if I tighten up quicker and then Why? day after day I'm tighter and tighter. Go hey. into that. I want to know more here. Alex. <laughs> All right, so now you're a dancer. I'm going to assume Alex that you're not the most flexible guy on the you, on the That planet. is a that is a proper assumption, yes. Excellent. <laughs> um so these dancers they can do the splits when they wake up out of bed. Okay. Um, that's how easily they can do it. So chances are their muscles are already really, really stretchy. And if you take an injured muscle, it's just like a rubber band that's been stretched too far. If you keep stretching that band, it's going to break. Please come see someone like me and I can teach you how to make that band a little bit stronger. Got it. Interesting. Good yeah. stuff. And, and when the yeah. finally final question I've got is yeah, go when ahead, to Steve. see a medical professional for these performing artists. Sharp stabbing pain, numbness tingling. Okay. Uh, it just doesn't feel right. If you hear a pop, or if you've taken a week off and it hasn't gotten any better. Good stuff, Doctor Dustin Jessberger. Anyone ever call you Justin Desberger? <laughs> I have a mug at work that says Dustin Jessberger on it, so that people quit calling me Justin Desberger. <laughs> <laughs> they both they both work. You know that they both. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. 
They did. Great stuff, <laughs> uh, Dustin. We really appreciate it. And um, if people want to reach you, uh, give us the best way because uh, this is something out there that's a little bit different, and uh, they don't find yeah. many people like you. So, uh, how can people get a hold of you guys? Uh, call me at seven zero eight nine three four seven zero six two, or shoot me an email at d jessberger at rushpt.com and you're the assistant clinic manager oh my god my center manager is gonna laugh that you just threw in the assistant part uh that's why i put it in there she's gonna think it's hilarious uh yeah that's my role there uh for the time being until i become the full-time center manager all right you're at rush pt yep oak park great stuff hey thanks guys really appreciate it very entertaining yeah it's been my um, pleasure you uh, really add to uh, to what we're doing here on our Sports Medicine Weekly Podcast. So we thank you for that. Yep. Take care, guys. Thanks, thank Dustin. you. That's Dr. Yep. Dustin Jessberger, Rush PT. Hey, folks, warm weather is here. Time to get outside. Enjoy your favorite activities. Spend precious time with family and friends. Aches, pains, or an injury should not be part of the memories you're making. The therapists at Rush Physical Therapy are here for you with more than 60 locations throughout greater Chicagoland. Rush's clinical experts We'll get you back to life. Go to RushPT.com today to schedule an appointment. Not sure if physical therapy is right for you? Request a complimentary consultation. Discover the power of Rush Physical Therapy today. Many thanks to Dr. Dustin Jess Berger and also to my co-host on this episode. He is Alex Soroka. We hope you enjoyed today's Sports Medicine Weekly episode and podcast. Be sure to add the Sports Medicine Weekly podcast to your playlist on Apple and Spotify. Listen in any time, any place. You can subscribe to the Sports Medicine Weekly podcast. New Sports Medicine Weekly podcasts are shared weekly on social media. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm Steve Cashel. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk with you next time. <laughs>